bullish hopes are entering the market today, and there's been some pretty big moves behind the overall indexes. Let's dive into GitLab after the shares rallied more than 25% on earnings, too. Bringing in the CFO, Brian Robbins, is back with us, Chief Financial Officer at GitLab, ticker GTLB. Brian, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being here again. Thanks, Oliver. Appreciate you having us back on. You guys had a huge rally today, 28%. Uh, including the last 30 minutes there. And uh, on earnings as well, the thing that stood out to me is that the top line growth, as I see it, was around 75%. Correct me if I'm wrong. And that's a pickup of the pace since you and I last spoke at the end of last year when you were doing good growth, but like 50%. Is that right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. We delivered 75% year-over-year growth this quarter with improving unit economics. So the improving unit economics means you're making uh, more money per revenue? You know, Oliver, a couple of things that we talked about on our earnings call uh, this quarter is one, we had 75% quarter over quarter growth. Uh, two, we discussed, uh, you know, EMEA. Our pipeline in EMEA has been the strongest that's ever been in company history. And this is uh, when 1Q is seasonally a little weaker than 4Q. And then we had more customer ads in our base customers than we've had in the history of the company. In addition, wow. we had customers over 1 million that were the highest in the company history as well. And we did that while improving the unit economics of the business. So the expansion overseas is a big part of that revenue growth? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we have just under half of our business overseas. And so we're about 55% in the US and about 45% rest of the world. As you are continuing to grow then, does that mean the, uh, uh, profitability can be a, a secondary uh, a goal for the moment because the market's been really punishing for businesses that have had negative uh, EPS. And even though you still reported that, it seems the market is giving you a pass right now. Any thoughts on why? You know, great question, Oliver. I think, you know, we have been very consistent in our messaging as a private company with a lot of cash on our balance sheet and as a newly public company when companies are growing at any cost. And now as a newly public company with still a lot of cash on our balance sheet, uh, when profitability is the number one thing people are looking at, the number one thing that we said that we would do is we would grow, but we would do that responsibly. And so we've been showing growth quarter over quarter. Uh, we've raised our guidance for the full year as well. And we're actually showing it with increased unit economics. So as you are expanding those customers that you're winning over, what kind of customers, uh, Brian, are these uh, uh, enterprise businesses? Uh, you're uh, into customer generally, a small to mid-sized business, a, a big giant, are there any uh, retail uh, customers? This is generally for uh, enterprise businesses, right? Yeah, Oliver, the great thing about our platform is our customers can consume it either self-managed or in the cloud. And so we don't differentiate on pricing and we deliver the same platform. It's one application, one DevOps platform, one data store, regardless of the size of customer you are. And so most of our business comprises an enterprise. It's roughly about 60%. If you add public sector on top of that, it's a little bit over 70%. And we're in every vertical and almost every geography. What's the plan going forward? Because as you see the growth um, on the top line, expanding a lot of companies in the software space have seen their growth slowing. Can you use that uh, uh, relative performance in uh, any way? Is there uh, uh, acquisitions or businesses, smaller businesses that might make sense under the uh, GitLab hood? Or do you want to be lean, mean at this point and continue to do what you've been doing? <laughs> 
Good question. You know, the important thing for us long-term is driving value and business outcomes for our customers. And so the time to value that we see, you know, customers that we've had over six years ago, so call it 25 quarters ago, are still expanding with us today. And so we land with the developer, then we expand into operations, then we expand in security. And so we have very little churn of our product and we see additional expansion by seats. And then we also see them expanding from our premium product up to our ultimate product. And so our ultimate product brings a lot of value to them as well. And what's the, what's the main difference between those? Um, uh, if you're looking to push customers into the higher paying uh, of business or higher cost of business, is that uh, is long-term? Are those contracts of the same duration? Or do you see customers trying out something? They're gonna see how it goes. They'll get back to you in a couple quarters. Yeah, so we, um, in our ultimate product, the main features that drive customers that is our advanced security features, our compliance, and also our portfolio management. And so it has a number of different features that are above what we have for premium. Uh, you know, our customers sign typically the same amount of contracts. We've been incentivizing our sales force not to do multi-year deals, but to do deals that are a year. And so we have um, our contracts over time. Our average contract length right now is about 16 months. Okay. Brian, thanks for the details. Uh, always appreciate the analysis here. Uh, congrats on uh, big outsized and rare move in this market right now. Looking forward to uh, keeping in touch. Appreciate it. Thanks, Oliver. Sure thing. Brian Robbins is the CFO at GitLab GTLB.